0: Hey, Mike.
1: Yeah. Hey, Matt.
0: I know we've done five shows about Roth IRAs. I still have so many questions like, what is a Roth IRA? Does it involve a guy named IRA? And should I have one for my kids because I care about them?
1: Wait, we're not doing another show on Roth IRAs, are
0: we? Well, no, 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 no. It's not something that boring. Okay. Hey, it's Financial Life Planning. I'm Matt Robeson. This is the Mike Morton podcast that I host because it's his show because it's one of these recursive algorithmic whatever things. And so no, Mike, that's not the headline that that I wanted to lead with. The headline I wanted to lead with was you, like me, have children. And we spent a lot of time on this show and a lot of time in our lives worrying about how we're going to be able to pay for college for them if they are able to and choose to go to college. But there's all kinds of other stuff that, boy, a little helping hand down the road would be so amazingly great. And I just feel like we've touched on this in the past like we've hinted at it so i want to hit it full on because i'll bet there are a lot of people like us who have this on their minds is there a way that i can give my kids a little bit of a running start with all the things that they're gonna need in the future.
1: Yeah, it's great, Matt. I'm so glad I'm here. I'm so glad you're hosting my show for me. It's tremendous. A check is in the mail. This, don't, is, <laughs> this
0: is why services exist, right? Don't worry. Like, yeah, you get some of your people to take care of That's that. That's right. It's like Homer Simpson, can somebody else do yeah, it? Yeah.
1: And we, we have hit on this a lot and we're gonna continue to hit on it because honestly, Matt, I get this question a lot, right? And so this is great content for people out there. And I get this question all the time from my clients, from my friends. And it's not only the retirement questions, and I've got kids and the college, saving for college, but anything else that I can help support my kids, their financial education. So we talk about that and we've had that on the show. But in particular, should I open, I hear a lot about Roth IRAs and Roth IRAs for kids. Should I open up one for my kids? And the question leads to financially supporting your kids now and in the future. So a Roth IRA, as we know, is for retirement. And so if your kid's 10 years old, yes, you could do this kind of thing. You can start a Roth IRA for your kids. We've talked about that. And then they're going to get it 50 years from now. It's going to grow and it's tremendous. So just a few dollars can make a big difference. But there's also some nuts and bolts. Should I really do that? How complicated is it? And so I've been getting that question. And so I thought we could address that. What can you actually do? What are some practical steps if you do, or you're fortunate enough to one, have kids. I don't know if that's fortunate or not. <laughs> fortunate enough to have kids and fortunate enough that you're, you know, can pursue multiple goals at the same time and that you want to support your kids financially, both for potential college education, but also in other ways.
0: And I want to maybe define the question just a little bit further because I could almost feel just a hint in there of people thinking to themselves, wait a second, I have to take care of my kids for the first 18 years of their lives then i got to pay for their college now you're telling me i got to finance the rest of it the- when do they start paying for me and i so i feel that i do i think what we are what we're kind of aiming at here is the idea that look i'm going through middle age right now and it is amazing how along the way there have been just these little bursts of financial wind in my sails that my parents and my grandparents have been able to provide for me and I do not come from wealth I'm very fortunate that I had grandparents who left a little something and that gave me a critical bridge financially in college and my mom has been able to help me a little bit here and there I think that's what we're talking about is it's amazing how far those little nudges go and as I reflect on that now, I do, that's the kind of the tenor of the question that's in my mind and that I think I'm picking up from your clients, which is we're not talking about setting up our kids to be like James Murdoch and be ne'er-do-wells who... Uh, actually, James Murdoch is a really nice guy. It's his brother, <laughs> Lachlan, who's, who's a dick. Actually, James Murdoch... I went to high school with James Murdoch. <laughs> what? He's, uh, yeah, he's amazingly unspoiled for the environment he came from. He's like a really nice adjusted guy. Anyway, we're not talking about spoiling our kids by making them heiresses here we're talking about how can we set things up so that when they need that extra boost down the road it's there for them much in the same way i think a lot of us who are middle class-ish have managed to get those kinds of boosts in the past in our own lives.
1: yeah yeah you can spoil your kids in many other ways so we'll hopefully not do that uh i'm working episode. on that <laughs> But that's exactly right, and one of these things you might have seen, and we've had this on the show quite a while ago, we could revisit it, so if you put in a few thousand dollars when your child's born, it's if you can put away three thousand dollars when they're born, it turns into fifty million dollars when they retire, okay? So it's, like, wait, what? How, did, how does a few thousand dollars right, turn into right. millions of dollars? And so that's the concept here. Is can we put away a few dollars ourselves, or maybe the parents, the grandparents, like a few dollars here and there can make a really big difference down the road, like you said, Matt, maybe for college or down payments for a house or something like that.
0: Can we quantify that just a little bit here? Because you've done a really good show. You actually got a great host. Oh, no, it was me. (laughs) You got a great host for this show where you talked about like the waterfall of if you've got some dollars, first you put it here and then second you put it here. Could you just help me understand what kinds of people are we talking about here? Do you have to be super wealthy? and or have taken care of a long list of other things first before you consider this or is this the kind of thing where we're really talking about like your average middle class saver who's able to put away a little bit for retirement a little bit for college we're really talking about some small steps here that that make a big difference does this apply to to wide swath of people or a narrow yeah
1: wide swath and small dollar amounts so 20 bucks a month 50 bucks a month, just a little And the reason I start there, Matt, is because to me, so much of life is about the small habits, getting a little momentum, right? And then feeling great about it. How great does it feel if you could put away 20 bucks for your kids? (laughs) Well, first of all, maybe that's not the right way of framing it, but getting started on a goal of yours. Hey, I wanna financially support my kids for college, right? so many of that. So when we open that 529 account and we put away some money, it feels really good. Oh, I'm making progress towards my goal. If your goal is to run a marathon, it's you gotta start somewhere, go out for a jog around the block. We're starting to build some momentum. So that's what we're talking about here, small habits, small changes, and feel really good when you're able to do that 20 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever it is. so yeah, and in the context of the where to save, I'm not talking high level today, because yes, we need to save for retirement. Yes, if college is important to you, you need to be saving and have a plan for those big items. This is more like an everyday, hey, I could put away just a few dollars here and there for another goal that I have. And it's not necessarily in the context of those bigger things. It's very small amounts.
0: Okay. So this doesn't crowd out your own retirement, and right. your 529s for your kids college and again we're not talking about like setting them up to be paris hilton or anything but maybe we could before we get into nuts and bolts maybe we could talk a little bit more i kind of spitballed like the kinds of things they might use this for just so people can see whether this applies to them what kinds of things are we talking about here where it's super useful to have a few bucks somewhere as you go through the life cycle
1: yep Couple of things that are super useful. One, you got young kids, college savings, a little bit of boost for a college, like you mentioned, Matt. I so many people just had a few thousands of dollars for them when they went to college, and it makes a tremendous difference. Even five or ten thousand by the time you're in college as a nineteen year old, twenty year old can make a big difference in your life. We know about student debt problems and all that. So there's one. Yeah, where,
0: can I just, yeah. can I tell you a quick one? Look, I got all the financial aid and all that stuff, and we. There was not a lot of college saving that we did growing up, but two things happened. This happened to me twice when I was in college. Once I discovered that there was a little bit of money from my grandparents, not a lot, but it was just enough to cover my family's contribution to the first year of college. So what that meant was there was one year of college where in addition to loans and grants and financial aid, there was a family contribution, that piece was covered for one year. What did that mean? It meant that I didn't have to take that amount out in loans and it meant that I was able to pay off my college loans much, much faster later. It was just, it was a helpful increment. Then again, it happened to me again. I got a scholarship Out of the blue, I just, I got like, we barely had email in those days. I got a note from the college administrators. Hey, you've gotten, there's this small amount from an alum. It was like $3,000. It was not the biggest amount, but it defrayed, again, my family contribution. And if you think about that and the interest on top of the principal, that turned into, in my student loan, that probably saved me, I don't know, six months, a year of college debt payback eventually. And it's just those little things. So anyway, so that's the college, that's the college. Yeah. And there's just
1: those little things too, that makes a tremendous difference to a young student. Okay. So yeah, college is one. Another is down payments for homes. If you can get started, right. And when your kid is going to be 27 years old and looking for that first home, Hey, here's an extra five or $10,000 or 20,000 or whatever it is, Man, what a difference that can make towards affording that first starter home, and then obviously retirement is another one, giving that boost, that leg up towards um, you know your kids' kids' eventual retirement uh, fifty years down the road. Because again, small amounts now grow and compound so significantly over the decades. That's another great place of putting away a few dollars today that can make a tremendous difference.
0: And you know, I've heard some others. I don't know if this kind of thing has come up among your clients. But of course there are also negative life circumstances. Sometimes you have unexpected medical bills and the ability to take care of that. Sometimes you just end up in a position where you're in a job you don't like. (laughs) And you've hit your quit criteria as Annie Duke, the author would say. And you want the ability to do that, but you're a little bit trapped like most of us are. You actually need the money. That's why we do the work. That's what the money's for. And having that cushion of why don't you take three months and really get your next job move right? There, there. I, I've heard those kinds of circumstances yep. many times yeah. among friends, and so just having that buffer there, it, it does sound very attractive to me. Okay, yeah. so you've sold me on this idea. What do I <laughs> yeah, do? Yeah.
1: Don't First, don't give away, don't remodel your kid's room when they move out because they might be back there <laughs> when they change jobs for that three months. <laughs> They'll be living back with you. So there, there's one. So what do we actually do? So one of the things I really want to bring up today because I'm asked the question, should I open a Roth IRA for my kids? Because we've talked about that on this show and I just mentioned you know, Roth is great because it's tax-free forever. And I just mentioned, if you can leave the money for 50 years to your kid's retirement, it's going to compound and grow. And so the recommendation is like, that's great, but there's it's there's some hoops to jump through. And it might not be that big amounts of money. If you're like, I'm going to save 50 or $100 this year. And remember that any individual retirement account, you can open them for minors that you open up for your kids, but it's limited by their earned income. So if your kid's 10 and they um, do some chores around the house, maybe they make a few hundred dollars in the year. And you're like, do I really want to open up a whole account, custodial, Roth IRA, just for $100 or $200? You definitely can. It's great. You can teach your kids all kinds of things. That's fantastic. For me personally, I made the choice that I want to jump through all those hoops. It sounds like a big hassle. I already have so many other things in my life that are hassles. So I didn't want to do that for my kids. So the other thing you can do, so you can definitely do that. It's great. But what I've done and often recommend is, hey, just earmark an account, have your own account, super simple. You can, you know, at any brokerage or bank, just open up a new account, name it, kids account or whatever, and put 20 bucks a month, auto auto um, transfer 20 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month, whatever you want to do from your regular everyday checking account into that account. Now, you can put this at a brokerage like Fidelity or Vanguard or Schwab or whatever, and then set up the auto transfers and you can have it set up to auto invest or just go in there every couple of months and and reinvest it. And then that money's earmarked in your mind, mental accounting for kids for eventual Roth IRAs or college or down payments or emergency funds. And you're adding to it and it's growing. So you've built that small habit of saving for them and building that momentum and feeling really good about setting them up
0: let me once again try to play the role of audience mind reader it's like karnak (laughs) are you old enough to remember Karnak? karnak this is we're gonna lose our younger demographic johnny carson used to be what jimmy kimmel Is today, right? He was a late night talk show host. He was actually the most famous of all of them. He used to do this routine where he would pretend to be a mind reader. And he put on this, like this mind reader outfit and he'd hold an envelope up to his head and he'd try to divine what the answer was to whatever was inside the envelope. Then he'd open the envelope. Like he would do like, he'd hold up the envelope and say, sis, boom, (laughs) ba," And then he'd open it up and it would say, what sound does an exploding sheep make? So I'm going to do my <laughs> Karnak for the audience, right. which is, Mike, you had me at – this all sounds like a pain in the ass. <laughs> you right. had me at the idea of, oh, I want to open another account. It's got Roth. It's got Ira. That's two names. And if you're a Jewish dude like me, they're probably names of my uncles somewhere. Like, I just – I Multiply I by the free. number of
1: kids so, you have times three kids. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> This is, it's back to, can't somebody else do it? Right. I will say that I have good news and bad news in this regard. So you that really resonated with me when you were like, yeah, you could just kind of take an account you've already got. That's a great idea. The other piece, again, good news, bad news here is that I've actually experimented with the Greenlight app and there are many other kind of competing apps that are the same that help you manage kids' chores, kids' allowance. But this one, and I think many of them do, has the feature built in as part of your automatic transfer of funds to your kids for doing their allowance you allocate a portion to charitable donations which is great and a portion to savings and they are of course all too happy to set you up with accounts in that regard there are ways to integrate what you're doing into stuff you may already be doing. If it sounds like, oh, there's a barrier here. I got to set up new accounts. You might be surprised. Like you were suggesting, you may already have the accounts in place or the mechanisms in place to do this. And you can do it in a kind of low barrier kind of way. Now I said there was bad news. (laughs) The bad news here is I went through all the hour long pain in the ass of setting up the app, getting the debit cards for my kids. This was six months ago. Mike, this was six months ago. The debit cards are sitting here. I could almost <laughs> hold one up to the camera. Mike, it's in the envelope. It's in the envelope. Look, it's in the <laughs> oh envelope, God, man. Got it. <laughs> because you know what? That's hilarious. It's, I'm holding it up to the camera for right. our audio <laughs> listeners because I got to the point, and I think oh a lot of people God. are going to feel this, <laughs> yeah. where it's like, uh, now I've got to open up. I've got to activate the debit card, and then I've got to go into the app, and I've got to do the alley. Yeah. So I'm going to get this done in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to get this done. But the point is the barrier is a little bit lower than I would have thought to get going on something like you're talking about.
1: That's exactly right, Matt. And that's why I wanted to bring this up for our listeners. Yes, you can do the Roth IRA thing. There's articles. I've talked about it. It's fantastic. But it seems like a big pain in the butt. Okay. And when you got multiple kids times, however many kids you have. So simple solution. All right. You are, We're really selling no, yeah, yeah. to having kids. Yeah, no. We love our kids. We love our kids. Yay, fertility. Yeah. <laughs> no more fertility. All done.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wait, Mike, doesn't your answer mean the eventual extinction of the human
1: race? Yes. yes. So super simple. You already have a brokerage account at Fidelity or Vanguard or Schwab or whatever. I Click do. I have yes. one of those. Log in. This is a five-minute exercise. Click open new account. They've already got all your info. So it takes, they're like, click, click, click. Of course, we'll open a new account for you. New brokerage account. Great. (laughs) Then name it. Kid's account. Perfect. Then go to transfer, $20 a month, auto every month. Click, done. There you go. And then check back in a few months and invest it in something. But there you go. So that's my new new recommendation. I've been doing that for a while and been talking about it, that it's the simplest way to get started. And if you have multiple kids, you can just have one account, whatever. It's just one. You're just starting to put money saving for them for the future. And in the future, you can decide how to get more real about it. Now I will say, I will get more real about it in a few years. When my kids have, I've decided like when they have an actual job where they're making some significant money, maybe a couple Mm. thousand dollars, they've got a summer job, they're making a few thousand dollars. That to me is a threshold that it's worth opening that Roth IRA account for them putting in a couple thousand dollars, get it invested and start to grow tax-free. That to me is like a good hurdle because then now we're talking more significant dollars.
0: Got it. That and Actually, that makes a lot of sense to me. So let me just- Wait, read that's funny. Wait, so, wait something I said makes sense, Matt? No, 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 no. I said a lot of sense. Most of the things you say make sense, Okay, but they don't <laughs> quite hit that, that extra <laughs> level. But let me just read that back to you for a second because in case people got caught, on the idea of Roth IRA. This has gotta be a Roth IRA thing. What you're really saying is just do the simplest, most basic version, because even getting going on it, and even at small amounts, getting over that hurdle means that your next hurdle with this is that much easier then you increase the amount from $20 a month to $40 a month. Or, there
1: you go. That's it, man. Or
0: at that point, you, you take the plunge and you turn it into – so you're breaking this up into smaller steps. So for anyone who at the beginning of the show – gosh, we should have said this 20 minutes ago. For anyone at the beginning of the show who was a little bit, you know, like, uh Roth, <laughs> you don't actually have to do that. Right. All you have to really do here is the five-minute version – And then you can put off, like I've been doing, with Greenlight. This is not an advertisement. Greenlight's a great app. I love it. They're not sponsoring us or anything. But yeah, I've got a few more steps to go. But even getting going is good.
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly what you said. Because here's what's going to happen. You're gonna do this, you're gonna spend the five minutes, you're gonna say 50 bucks a month, you know, I am i won't even notice. It'll go in there, and a year from now, six months from now, a year from now, you're up to to 100 bucks. That's what's gonna happen, and now you're starting to compound and grow and invest. Right. So that's exactly right. Let's start with the easy five-minute step, get going, feel great about it, and then we'll revisit it a few months down the road.
0: Yeah, for anyone who's ever had the experience of taking a pair of jeans out of the closet and putting on the jeans, smoothing out your pocket and going, huh, you find like a 20 in there. It's so great. That's essentially the feeling that you're trying to give to your kids is this idea of, you know what? There's just a little bit of we're not trying to snowplow everything for you, but there's just, there's a little bit of, we're going to make the travel a little bit easier. All right, Mike, any other closing thoughts on this? No,
1: no other closing thoughts. Do that five minute task. And I'll preview one of our next episodes is going to be, but Mike. What should I invest that hundred or two hundred dollars into? So we will talk about my recommended portfolio for young kids in one of our next episodes.
0: That sounds (laughs) awesome. All right. Mike, thanks for joining me on your show. And I think next time we should also workshop the question can't somebody else do it? Because I feel like the answer should be yes, even though frequently (laughs) we we can replace
1: both of us. This will be great. (laughs) (laughs) Are you listening, chat GPT? That's right. AI soon. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on Financial Planning for Entrepreneurs. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to and rate the podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with me at LinkedIn or MortonFinancialAdvice.com. I'd love to get your feedback. If you have a comment or question, please email me at FinancialPlanningPod at gmail.com. Until next time.